Crap with Beth and Matt. Cut to Crap is the world's number one no bullshit health and fitness podcast. Hey friends and fellow no bullshitters, we are back with another episode. This week, Beth and I talk about how we got into fitness and coaching and the growth of our respective businesses. We also discuss the future of the podcast, Beth's recent trip to Florida, my powerlifting preparation, and more. Let's go. Beth, there she is. Uh, What's up? Not much. How are you doing? I'm acclimating to being home. Yeah. Um, my, My alternator blew in my car. Now, was that the same car you took down to Florida or was it sitting there for a month? No. Well, my car actually um, went to the shop to get a tune-up. So it was all like ready to go. My husband actually picked it up the day we arrived. So it's not the same car we took. Um, And then I went to get in it the next morning, go to the gym at like six in the morning. I was ready to go. I'm like, yay, go back to the gym. Crushing the Um, home gym or the the home, the home location gym. Yeah. Right. And it wouldn't start. So we thought it was the battery. And yeah, that that's what I figured too. Wasn't the case. So damn. Yeah. <laughs> so much for that tune up. <laughs> I know. I know. That's not so, something they look for in a tune up, of course. So I mean, how yeah, the hell? I don't, it, I'm not a mechanic. I don't even think you can tell if an alternator is going to happen. Well, I, that's I, what the guy said. You just, they, it, it just happens. It's something you can't like really predict. Yeah. Other than when your battery's going dead constantly, right? So yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that's fun. So tell me, like, your your five week long trip to, to Florida. I'm I'm sure you're glad to be back, right? Yeah, I, I'm glad to be back. I wish I I missed the warmth, um, and <laughs> yeah. being able being able to walk to the beach and see the sunrise every day. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I was super really, jealous. You know, yeah, that was awesome. But Fourteen thousand steps so, every day. Yeah, I, let's just put it out there that it really is so much easier to get steps when it's warm. I mean, absolutely. I am on the fucking step struggle bus, which is crazy because when you're, when I was there, I'd wake up, see the sunrise I'd walk there, not even paying attention to my steps. Yep. You know, then I'd go to the beach in the middle of the day, kind of walk on the beach. And then at night I'd go walk the beach again. (laughs) So by the end of the day, I got 14,000 steps yesterday. I was like, wow, I need to really work for this shit. So I ended up getting 11,000 steps yesterday, but I had to like walk, walk in the morning pace my entire house the whole day while I was on the phone and then mm-hmm. walk, walk on the treadmill again at night. So, yeah. It's challenging, especially, I mean, getting back to your routine, your day to day. And I'm sure you're probably trying to play catch up a little bit because you know, you weren't working as efficiently when you were in Florida. So no, no, it's hard to work with everyone around you on vacation and you're mm-hmm. not right. Like, right. You know, I did, did take extra time obviously, but I mean, when you you're running a business, you can't take a full five weeks of like no. absolute vacation. There's just no way. I mean, right. You absolutely cannot. No, that's, <laughs> I mean, some businesses can do that. Some business owners can do that, but like, certainly not you or I, you know, we're still yeah. the lifeline of our, of our businesses. So yeah, my husband, he owns a business, but he had someone running it here. So right. his is like a physical, like a, he's a mover and he runs a moving okay. company. So he was able to like, have like a lead guy and, you know, yeah. he could, he actually gave the guy his phone. So he wasn't getting phone calls all day. He took nice. He was full, like, full time off. off. Yeah. Yeah. He's like, Absolutely. when are you going to be done with work? I'm like, oh my God, you have no idea. Like, this is what I do all day. When you're not home, I'm working like consistently. Yeah. Right. Right. <laughs> but like you, you're taking some nice steps in that direction though, because you just yeah. hired a new coach to work for you. Right. Yeah. 
I'm going to be, I have a, a couple other coaches in mind, but it's just really like, right, like you right now, billing systems. Mm -hmm. Um, mm -hmm. we just, we just got PT distinction. And what I'm doing right now is I'm getting all my resources. So I'm like creating PDFs, uh, you know, I'm going to be creating yes. videos and just for my clients or for everyone's clients. So it's going to be awesome, you know, so yep. whatever they want to know, we can just send them like, here's like, you know, how, explaining what carbs, fats, and proteins are. Here's yeah, big one. How, you know, how the scale works. There's just all the, you know, we have like journal prompts that we've created. So mm -hmm. it's fun. Yeah. Having that one-stop shop, right? Like you said, I'm, I'm yes. kind of working on that. My, my um, deadline for that, that myself and Jess created is the end of this month to have that client mm -hmm. portal ready. Super excited nice. for it. Um, Cause everything right now is on Google drive, which yeah. it was great starting out. But as we've, as my business has grown from just me to now five mm -hmm. coaches and yeah. you know, um, dozens upon dozens of clients currently and hundreds served in the last year alone, Right. Um, it's no longer practical to keep it on Google Drive. And no, I'm there with you. We were doing all Google, and we we're like, we can't do Google anymore. It's yeah, just, it's not working out. Like, mm -hmm. uh, just Justin, who's programming, is like, I can't fucking program in Google Sheets anymore. So, right. <laughs> it's it's just we've outgrown it, which is a good yeah, thing. For sure. Um, I mean, yeah. Are you using Kajabi? No. So I was going to use Kajabi, but I am much more hands-on than that. So like I've got mm -hmm. experience with web design and, and I'm very technical um, and I love doing that type of stuff. So I'm doing it on a WordPress back, uh, as the background, as the back end. Yep. And I'm building the membership site um, from there nice. with just on WordPress. So um, That's awesome. yeah, su super excited. I love, I love doing stuff like that. That was actually my first passion was web design. I created mm -hmm. my first website when I was 15 years old. Um, so I've been kind of doing that for you know a couple of decades now, really. That's so. awesome. That's yeah. a good, uh, good thing to have in your little noggin. Yeah. And who knows, maybe, maybe we get a cut the crap website at some point. So yeah, right. Right. <laughs> we definitely need one. We definitely need one. I know. Yes. Maybe we talk That's about that when idea. I come to see you in two weeks. Yeah. And then I have to reach out to my photographer where we could take tons of photos like for yes. that. Mm -hmm. you know, I'm looking forward upcoming. to it. Yeah. Hell yeah. That'd be fun. That'd be a good time. Everybody listening, we're, so everybody listening, we will be getting together in two weeks time um, and we'll be doing some podcast episodes together, some some video mm -hmm. collaborations, I'm sure on social medias and just planning for yeah. the future of our podcast. So lots of exciting stuff for us to, to, to come for the podcast. So yes, yes, yes. So yes. with with all this uh, uh, talk about our systems and and how our business is kind of progressing, why not? Why don't we look backwards a little bit and. Um, talk about where we came from as coaches, how we right? got started as, as coaches, and maybe even go a step further and talk about how we got into fitness. I think we've probably yeah. covered that a little bit, but like, what, what the hell, like what, what brought us here? Right. So yeah, like, where did we come um, from? How were we born? I <laughs> <laughs> was Beth Farako fitness and Matt Larfit and fit fat training started yep. like, yes, with all the F-bombs and the fucking fruit. And, and that's funny that like fit fat training, right? So that's like your brand name, right? So that's yep. where I'm, I'm actually in the process of doing that right now too, because, Amazing. um, you know, I have to like come up with my mission statement and like yep. basically I'm not, it's not like going to be called Beth Rocco fitness anymore because it's not just you. It's not just me. It's more, we have a team. So now I have to some, that's, it's a hard thing to come up with. So I'm it like, is. Yeah. Racking my brain. So me and Hunter are going to work for like six hours. We set aside on Sunday just to like awesome. map everything out. And also I have to map out like my identity shift um, as yeah. now being more of a boss rather than, and that's a huge 
shift for me and you, I mean, you as well. Yeah, um, it is. Man managing people and like having that separation between being like, not like a coach and then yeah. a boss, like telling people what to do and like trying to make sure that our coaches are happy, but then making sure that you're sticking with your mission at the same time. Yeah, because we want we want the people that are on our team to be an extension of ourselves, right? And yeah, because they yeah. reflect our brand and our company, um, and we need to be very aware of that. It's 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 definitely a mm -hmm. challenge, but I'm excited. I'm excited for you. I know you and Hunter will will come up with something amazing. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah. So, do you want to go first, or should I go first? I'm sure I'll go first. So okay, let's we'll hear start let's... like how I became a coach uh, to where I am now. I am okay. so fantastic, and really all started when I quit drinking it, everything I feel like in this field started when I quit drinking I love that. because when I quit drinking, I actually started my fitness at the same time. So there was an AA meeting down the street from my house that was at 7 AM. And at the time I was a stay at home mom. So, you know, my husband owns a business. So I had to make sure that I was home at like eight o'clock to be home with my son, who was very little at the time. Sure. Um, so I met a girl, her name is Allison, um, at 5.30 every morning. We met in town um, and we did like, it was still warm. It was like August. So we were outside doing like boot camp type stuff. And she was a runner. She got me into running. She actually really helped me a lot, like in that just transitioning, um, running into strength and all that stuff. So we would meet and I was, there was a couple other people that were with us. And I was literally the only one that stood and stayed like, and kept doing it. Like sure. everyone kind of yeah. like trickled away, you know? Which so, is pretty, pretty typical. Yeah. I mean, Y'all drop so off some. I would meet her. I would go right to my AA meeting uh, right after that and then come home. So she got actually a personal training job somewhere else. So that ended for me and her. And I was like, what the fuck am I going to do? Like, yeah, I want to like, you know, work out, but I'm still like, not didn't really know what I was doing. Kind of be afraid to be on my own. So a gym just happened to open up down the street from my house. So I started taking classes there. Um, from there, um, I was asked, uh, or they were hiring for a front desk person. And I was like, oh, I think I'm going to be able to do this. My son is about to go to preschool. So this will be perfect. Part-time job. Um, so I started working the front desk. And then Hunter, who is actually like the CEO kind of of my business right now, like, um, He's like, I feel like you'd be a really good coach. Um, do you want to start interning? And I was like, yeah. So I started interning there. Um, and just from going to the gym, I was friends with a lot of women there and we all had something in common. I mean, I was still on my weight loss journey. Um, and I noticed a trend that everyone in, was going in there, really crushing it, working really hard. Um, and everyone was like, I just don't, don't see any results. And we just never understood why. And I'm like, I'm going to get to the bottom of this. So I'm like, I'm going to take... <laughs> I'm going to get certified in nutrition before I even get certified in personal training. Cause I was like, okay. I really you know I, nutrition. I, that's when I started filing Jordan. Um, I started realizing that nutrition really is number one. Yeah. So I got certified in nutrition. Um, I actually joined the inner circle, Jordan Syatt, and I, you know, learned a lot from him. And I, throughout that year, I lost about 20 plus pounds. So kind of like had my own transformation. Then I got certified in, um, Mike Boyle's cert in Massachusetts, certified functional strength coach. I had to go in there in person um, and do that. And then, uh, then I got my personal trainer cert. Okay. Um, and okay. From, from there, I just, you know, worked there for like five years, four or five years. I can't, it's been a while now. Um, before the pandemic, I decided 
that I was going to join Jordan Syatt's um, online fitness business mentorship because mm-hmm. I wanted something for myself yeah. um, in case like something happened to my husband. I wanted to make sure I was able to take care of my son sure. um, because my father passed away when he was 45, very young and left my mother with literally nothing with three kids. So she lost the house. She went bankrupt. Um, it was pretty traumatic for our family. Um, so, I, you know, I'm like, I just don't want that to happen to me. What if that was to happen to me and I had nothing. Right. Um, so just then COVID hits, right? Like literally a month later. So I kind of got thrown into, okay, I, I'm doing this. I'm going to yeah. fucking, the gym got shut down. I'm mm-hmm. no longer able to coach in person. I was doing Zoom classes and I was like, this is not how I want to live my life. Like, I don't want to teach Zoom. Oh, right. So, uh, <laughs> um, so I just started creating, I wrote an article, I built a website, started making TikToks. And, yeah. And like the summer of 2020. And that's just how it all began. Like really TikTok um, grew my business. I have to Absolutely. admit, like that yeah. platform really at that time was the place to be. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So that's where it all started. And here, here I am now. Um you know, helping a lot of women and now building a team myself because now my business has grown to the point where now I'm hiring other coaches and I just, it's yep. morphing into morphing into more. So I'm able to help more people, um, which is really awesome. That's really what we want, right? Uh, definitely, definitely. Ditch, ditch, ditch the diet culture. Fuck yeah. You know. Fuck yeah. Um, so then what's uh, what's the future for Beth Farako Fitness or the, the name to, to be determined yet? But like what's on the future, like three to six months from now or even a year from now? Oh, wow. Have you planned that far ahead yet? Or are you just trying to just no. to keep your head above I, water right now? Yeah. Like I feel like things are happening really fast. Yeah. You know, um, and I, I'm glad to have the help that I have. And I, you know, it's just, it's really creating, like, it's all like the business stuff, like creating mm-hmm. the forms, the applications, the, the, you know, there's so much learning. I mean, I didn't, uh, there's no I, handbook for doing this shit online, you know? No, no. And it's yeah. really just consistent content, long form content, um, answering emails. There's just so much stuff that people don't understand. Like when, like DMs alone is it could be a full-time job answering DMs. Um, absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> I have to like tell myself, okay, you, you can answer like three to five a day. Cause sometimes they're very uh, coaching questions that it just doesn't take us five minutes to, to answer. We have to actually read it and then like, kind of like map out how you want to answer it. Um, yep you know, come up with configurations, whatever it may be. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's a lot of like back and forth. Cause it's not a, like, we're going to be like answering your DMS with like, this is what you should do. Right. Right. Most, yeah. of, most of the time it's like, okay, we have to ask you questions and kind of like get you without, without uh, that context, we are you're doing nobody any favors. Right. Yeah. Like our job as a coach is, is not to tell you what to do, but to show you where to look kind of. Yeah. Thing. And ask you questions um, and get, and get, and get you there. And yeah. Yeah. And, so when someone's like, uh, I'm this height and I weigh this much and I, how <laughs> oh, much that do question. I need? To, you know, and it's like, okay, yeah. hold on, hold on, hold on. Do You've you told me like, nothing other than your, your, <laughs> your weight, height and weight, right? Like there's so yeah. much more that goes into it than that, you know? And, yeah. you know, our, in, our intake questions for, you know, when we onboard someone are very long, like it's legit, like a couple pages of like in-depth questions about like injuries and yep. medical history. Parkue, um, right? Yeah, there's so much more to it. Um, 
mm-hmm. than mm-hmm. just here's my height and weight, make give me a fucking plan. <laughs> yeah. Which you know that you can generalize that stuff, and that's what we do on our social media platforms. With- yeah with that type of stuff, but like a lot of that individualized custom answers and things like that, Mm -hmm. unfortunately, like that does require coaching, you know, because that, that takes a lot more time and energy from us where we need to be spending that on helping our current clients. Like we're here to help other people too, not just our clients, but at some point, you know, we have to draw that line. And that's just with us comes to us setting boundaries as coaches. Like we want to be able to help everybody, but it's not practical for us to help everybody. We drive ourselves crazy if we tried to. So that's the thing. It's like, I can't answer every DM. I wish I could, but it's, it's very, it's, it's really a good part of my day. It could be. Yeah, Um, for sure. And, uh, and I, I, I carve out a couple of hours every day for DMS for the most part. mm -hmm. Um, now on the weekends, I don't typically get back, get on DMS a lot. And unfortunately, like, this is very, um, I won't say frustrating, but um, unfortunate. Like I, like I'll start a, somebody will ask me a question on Friday and I'll answer them and then they'll, they'll come back to me and, and reply to me, but then I won't get back to them on Monday. And they're like, mm-hmm. Oh, I already, I already signed up with another coach or something because you didn't get back with me. I'm like, what the fuck? Like over a weekend, like, right. you know, like you're, you're jumping the gun a little bit there, but all right, like best of luck to you. But like, um, I just I'm trying to do our due diligence here. You know, we need downtime too. Yeah, yeah for sure. Right. It, um, it's, yeah. Um, so yeah, that's rocket yeah. fitness. I just, will be growing, growing, growing my team. I want to have, you know, at some point, like a therapist on the team, a dietitian yes. um, right now, um, so Christy, so has, Christy has her master's in nutrition, which is really good. Um, okay. Okay. And she's also a certified mindset coach like me. Nice. Um, so that's pretty awesome. And then the rest of your team. So then you've got, um, uh, John on your team, right? We're not John. Um, Justin. Justin. (laughs) Yeah, Justin. He's like really good with like the strength uh, training programming, and he's just, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, that's his his thing. He's really Mm -hmm. good at that. And then I have I have Hunter who actually owns the gym, um, and actually was a coach. So he's he's your your right hand man, right? Part of my sales, and he does all the inside tech stuff, and he handles like um, problems with you know PT distinction and like coaching aspect like he's he's taking like a lot of that and then i'll be hiring like a virtual assistant which i don't have yet um no wonder why you're so damn busy (laughs) yeah because then there's the emails that i have to answer as well um there's like your mailing list and your yeah and emails a week and yeah Mm -hmm. it's crazy i feel you yeah yeah it's 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 they're amazing problems to have though it's yeah you're doing complaining we're doing our damn, our own thing. And that's, that's so yeah. rewarding. We're helping people in the process. We're building something for ourselves rather than somebody else. That's, and we that's love so, doing it too. Like yeah. I, I have Hell to yeah. cut myself off from working because I love it so much. It's like, yes. I'm, consistently it's like, and we care so much that sometimes like I will be wake up in the middle of the night thinking about like, did I help? Did I do everything that I could have for this person? Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, uh, is there something, you know, more that they need for me or, you know, yeah. Is my coaching good enough? Is it good? <laughs> <laughs> Imposter syndrome. That's a real thing though. Oh my no matter, God. Yeah. No matter how many clients you get results with and for and, yeah, and how many yeah. people you help, there's always going to be that imposter syndrome a little bit. Yeah. So, and knowing but, that you can't help everyone. And that's like so tragic to me that um, yeah. if you aren't willing to do the work, there's nothing that I can do. Um, yep. And that, that sucks. We can't make, we can't make you do the work. We can't yeah, do it for you. We can't do it for mm-hmm. you. Yeah. Right. Yep. Hard truth right the, there. The best coach, the best plan 
And if you don't actually execute it. Yep. Now, of course, our job as coaches then is to help you figure out why you're not doing it, but that still requires you as the, that still requires the clients to be open with us and have that, that open line Mm -hmm. of dialogue with us, you know, which isn't always the truth or the case. Right. So if we can, we can ask you the questions and help you get there. But like, if you're not even communicating with us or, or not putting forth the effort, then it's going to be a bad time. Yeah. That's the hard part when the communication, which I always, um, when I was doing sales calls, I would let them know, like the communication is really key. Like there's nothing that I want you to feel bad about asking me about. Um, and if I don't know, I can't help. Yeah. Um, Mm -hmm. and so I I find there is, there are a handful of people that just don't communicate back for whatever reason it may be. Then they, some of, you know, had people ghost me Uh, out of like the blue. And that is to me like a punch in the gut, you know, it it feels Um, awful. It's an awful feeling because you're like, did I, did I not do enough? Did did I do wrong? Like, how could I, like, I feel like I failed, failed this client essentially. Yeah. When we take yeah, that shit to I, heart, it's, it's tough. For sure. I, I just want to let people know that it's like, uh, it, don't ghost someone, like be honest. Like you're not yeah. going to get anywhere by just ignoring a problem or we're not here not to judge it. anybody. Yeah. We're here to help. Exactly. Like, I don't want anyone to ever feel bad. Like they did something yeah. wrong. Like you can't do anything wrong. There's no pass or fail test to this. There's, um, <laughs> right. yeah. you know, so mm-hmm. for sure, for sure. And and, and on the ghosting aspects too, like even with, um, I, the, I, I don't know how often you experience this, but I still do my own sales calls. Um, mm-hmm. And like, I'll, I'll get um, cl- people, p- potential clients coming on calls with me and they're like, yeah, let's do it. This sounds amazing. Um, mm-hmm. And then when it comes time to do like payment and stuff like that, they just drop off the face of the earth. I've had people literally yeah. block me after the fact. I'm like, what yes. the fuck? Like, why? Mm-hmm. Like, if you didn't want to yeah. work with me, it's fine. I'm not going to be offended by it, but like, right why you know i guess at the end of the day like i dodged a bullet i guess but um like we have a real if, communication problem in our society <laughs> yes i agree it's like if you don't want to do coaching that's totally fine like yeah. just say it was great talking with you i'm not interested right now but yeah. like i've had that happen too but and we've had like deep conversations where you're like wow i really want to help this person like to the mm-hmm. point where it, there was like some like strong emotional like exchange yeah. Um, and then to be completely like, here's your questionnaire. Can't wait to get you started. Just fill this out. And, you know, um, then there's like nothing crickets. Yeah. And you're like, what the fuck happened? Yeah. Like, like, like you said, like, we're not here to judge you. We're never going to be disappointed in you. Like, yeah, if you don't want to like, it's never any pressure with me. Like I always tell people on the calls, like, this is no pressure. Like, let's just get to know each other. Let's see where you're coming from. And mm-hmm. if this makes sense, like maybe we can talk about it, you know, but I, I actually tell people all the time on, on calls. I'm like, you know what? I don't think you need coaching. Like you're doing great yeah. on your own. Here's maybe a couple of things that you could work on, but like you're mm-hmm. fucking crushing it. I'm not going to sell you coaching if you don't need coaching, you know, yeah, I've done that's that, not what yeah. I'm here to do. So, and that's, that's the thing I think people should realize too. It's like, that's like, I've had to tell people no, and that's hard. Like I want to be able to help everyone, but we can't. Yeah. Um, and some, we, some things are just not, we're not just doing it just to get, to get money from people. You know, there are coaches that right. do that, unfortunately, but we're not, yeah, we're not those coaches, you know, no. um, just like clients can say, no, or pr- prospective clients can say no to us. We, we say no to, to people all the time because we just don't mm-hmm. think we're a good fit or we can't help them or they're, or maybe they just don't realize they're doing great on their own, you know, which yeah. that's even, that's, that's an awesome situation to be in. Like, no, you're crushing it. Continue doing what you're doing. You know? Yeah. If anything, yep. you're going to get a coaching call. <laughs> yeah. You get it because yeah. my consults are free. Right. You know? So, um, yeah. 
Hell yeah. So my background for coaching, a um, little bit of a, not definitely different from yours. Um, mine started back in 2015 when I was starting to get serious about my weightlifting. I had just, I had just had a relationship that was ending and I was, I was consistently hitting the gym again for about three or four months at the time. And mm-hmm. my, actually, no, it was about six months or so. Cause it was towards the end of the year. And my dad had a, um, a stroke, a minor stroke, um, nothing serious, but, um, once he got, got that taken care of and everything, it was a wake up call for him. And yeah. he turned to me for help getting strong in the gym. And I was just doing my own thing at the time. Um, actually I was working with an online coach at the time, um, to help me change, um, my lifestyle and things like that. So, um, my dad started going to the gym with me. I got him on a strength training routine with me. He, you know, we were working out together four or five days a week. Um, mm-hmm. he started getting super strong, increasing his, his functional fitness and strength and everything, building lean muscle mass. You know, he's tall and, and lanky naturally. So am I, um, yeah. and he, he was starting to build some nice muscle definition, working on the basic movements and things like that. Um, and I loved the feeling that that was giving me, helping him get stronger. And plus, you know, we were building up yeah. that, that relationship between myself and my dad, which is amazing. We were working out together, bonding over that. Um, and then from there, my uh, my brother-in-law and my brother actually joined the workout crew with myself and my dad. And Sweet. I, I had my brother-in-law, especially um, his name's Tommy, um, started him on a workout plan with me as well. And he got, he is naturally strong. So it's, it's really unfair how naturally strong he is <laughs> within like two months. He was bench pressing as much as me, you know, um, he's, he's, wow. a, he's, he's tall, stocky and re- really built and really strong naturally. Um, so there I am, you know, with myself, my dad, my brother, my, my brother-in-law, my family, my closest family, right. Working out with me, just getting strong, improving our health and things like that. So I, I was doing that for a couple of months. Uh, and from, from there just naturally started gravitating towards more friends were wanting help and things like that. So that's how I started was helping friends and family with getting stronger and and working out. I did that, um, as a hobby without, without ever doing training officially, I did that for about a year. And then I was Mm -hmm. like, you know what? I really enjoy doing this. I want to kind of do this part-time, um, cause I was working full-time in it at the time, you know, and I was very happy with my job and I was, I was, I was advancing in my career and everything. Um, so then I started looking at getting um, certified as a personal trainer. Um, so I so I went down that that route and I started taking on more friends than as clients um, for free just to get some experience under my belt. And yeah. I've talked about this in the past, but ha- like when we're, when we're first starting out as coaches and trainers and things like that, like and I know Jordan Syatt's a big advocate for this model is coaching people for free. Oh um, yeah, mm-hmm. because I I will, probably wasn't a very good coach back then. Like you know, like I knew the fundamentals and everything like that, but I, my people skills and how to relate to people weren't, I needed to hone those and develop those. So I worked with, I worked with some friends for free, um, in exchange for a testimonial, you know? Um, so I did that for a while part-time I would wake up at three 30 in the morning and go do a couple of training sessions in the morning. Um, and then be on the road by seven o'clock to go to my full-time job. So I was, it was, it was intense. It was fucking intense. Um, and then in 2019, I was like, okay, I can't do this anymore. I can't, I can't, I'm burning out, you know, I can't burn the candle on both ends essentially. Yeah. So I started looking to go online with it as well. Um, and this was at the end of 2019. I started up my Instagram page, started posting workout mm-hmm. videos and selfies and all that stuff like that, that you think you're supposed <laughs> to do when you first get started. Right. Um, so 
2019 then comes into 2020. Just like you, I actually, um, I invested in um, online mentorship for online coaching to help me um, establish an online coaching business and get that going. So I spent a good chunk of change on that um, to help me understand what the hell I was doing online and help me build my social media following and things like that, which that was just for Instagram at the time. Um, shortly after that, then the pandemic hit, right? Just like you, we got, it sounds like we yeah. got started at the same exact time pandemic yeah. hit, um, which for me, it was a, it was a blessing in disguise because I was already working on getting established online. Whereas mm-hmm. so many other coaches and trainers were forced to go online at that time. So they were kind of behind the curve a little bit. Whereas I had already had that heads up advantage. I, I was already working on my systems. I was already yeah. working on my social media presence and everything like that. Um, and then, like you said, um, spring, summer of 2020 got on TikTok, Um, and I won't say the rest <laughs> is history, but yeah. um, that, like you said, TikTok really allowed me to grow my business in such a huge yeah. way. Um, before TikTok, you know, um, I probably had five to 10 online clients, which is nothing to scoff mm-hmm. at. That was fantastic, you know, um, but it allowed, allowed me to grow a lot faster than I ever would have thought was possible. Um, yeah. in the middle of 2020, I, that, so I was doing nutrition coaching. I got my, my nutrition certification at that time. I started with just doing personal training. So I was the, the opposite of you, which is what most people do. They start with personal training and then nutrition. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. so the middle of 2020, I was noticing a trend with my clients. Um, my client retention wasn't really that great. And what it was is because, um, there was such, there was a missing component to it, which was the emotional eating and, and mm. stress eating and just having that poor relationship with food, which I, I was well aware of those things and how to work on those things. But I took the step and I started collaborating with um, Jess, Jessica Power. She's the behavioral nutritionist. Um, yeah. And we started, we started our partnership then. Um, and she came on team on the team as our behavioral nutritionist to help people mm-hmm. improve their relationship with food and develop a, and emotional tool belt, right. For, for, for food and exercise and things like that. So we have other coping mechanisms other than just food and help us get to the bottom of what our triggers are and things like that. So that was really what allowed me to take the next step as a business owner and coach was bringing her on the team. And now Jess is actually, um, we've been working together now for like a year and a half at this point. And she's like, um, my, she's my right-hand woman in the business. Um, she's, mm-hmm. um, if I were the CEO, she's the COO, the chief operating officer, essentially. So she helps me a yeah. lot with, yeah. with strategy, with systems behind the scenes. And of course, with clients and things like that. So, um, so she's like a hunter. She's, she's my equivalent, my equivalent of your hunter. Yep. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yep. That's the um, hunter's thing too. And then from there, mm-hmm. um, I brought on coach Kristen, who is a, a registered dietitian. Uh, Kristen mm-hmm. and I actually connected even before the, the pandemic started, um, her and I had, had started because of a client of mine. She, she was friends with a client of mine. And so we started following each other. Um, and I started chatting early on with her, trying to form that relationship and everything, never thinking that we would actually work together. Um, cause I actually, I actually initially reached out to Kristen as a registered dietitian. Um, I wanted to have that referral network. I wanted to be able to refer yeah. people to her, right. Because I can't, how did you find so- her? Um, from a, from a former, one of my first ever clients actually was, um, friends with nice. her. Um, nice. so I, I remember my, my client, her name's Chrissy. Um, she had posted a deadlift video of her deadlifting like 135 pounds for the first time with like amazing form, you know, just hyping up and everything. Yeah. And Kristen had seen that video on Instagram and started following me and I followed her back and, 
the rest is history, so to say, but um, brought her. So it actually worked out like we're just going to work together instead. So she came on team as a registered dietitian um, as our expert for that. Um, and then from there, you know, um, TikTok just continued helping me grow my business and expand, expand, expand faster mm -hmm. than I could even keep up with yeah. myself. So I was faced with, and mind you, I was still working full-time in IT and corporate IT at the time. So at that time I was faced with a hard decision. I wasn't happy with my job anymore. I was very unhappy with my employer. They had passed me over for a management position that they had essentially promised me and everything like that. Mm -hmm. They gave it to somebody external outside of the company. So that was like, I was like, all right, well, fuck this. You know, um, yeah, I don't yeah. need to be here because I was, I was making full-time income with my, with my coaching business. And my mm -hmm. job was actually keeping me from growing my business at that point. So mm -hmm. I said, all right, well, here's my one month notice. I'm out of here, you know, essentially. And they're like, what? Yeah, yeah. No, you can't do that. No, we need you. So they, <laughs> they convinced me to stay. I, I stayed, um, for another six months, actually. Oh, wow. Um, nothing with all the promises in the world, you know, it's good. We'll, we'll, we'll fix all the problems. We'll bring on more people. Cause I was doing the job of three people and things like that. Yeah. Well, it'll get better. We'll fix all these problems. Like we, we understand you're overworked and burnout and things like that. Never, of course, that never fucking happened. You know, corporate mm. speak is there's just empty promises. Um, mm -hmm. So I, I just quit, you know, in July of last year, I quit. Um, I gave him another one month notice and said, this is it this time, you know. Um, so July of 2021, I went full time into my business. And since then, I've added on another three coaches. You know, I've added coach John, which is who he's our strength coach. Um, yeah, yeah. just like you have, um, Justin, Justin. um, mm -hmm. and then I added coach Liz as a, as an amazing, um, strength, uh, personal trainer, Pilates instructor and nutrition coach. And then most recently, um, coach yeah. Mel, um, which a lot of people probably know Mel because she does have a following on TikTok. Um, she is our, she's a licensed counselor and therapist and binge eating disorder. So, she, uh, uh, specialist. So she is our mindful eating coach on the team. Um, it. so it's, it's just amazing how fast our, our businesses have grown. My business has grown and yeah, we, um, my business, we were, we're just launching our rebrand ever, right. Because everything yeah. before was just me and I didn't want it to just be me just like you. Right. So yeah. we got, got new logos, new color scheme, new, new mission statement and everything. Right. I've recently been posting about that. Mm -hmm. Um, lots of exciting things coming forward. We got the, the, the client portal for our, for our one-on-one -on -one yeah. clients coming soon. Um, we got uh, group coaching, actually, just like you have your group yeah, coaching. Yeah, it's group coaching. Group. Oh, that's such a, it's such a great option, actually. I yeah, love, so that, I, that'll be I a, love group coaching. Yeah, you're, you crush yours. I love, I love the way you do yours. So we're doing our first, our, set, our, our technically our second round of group coaching is going to be starting April 4th. So nice. that's going to be, it's going to be called the Body and Mind Connection with Matt and Mel. Um, mm -hmm. Mel's going to be, it's a 12-week program um, focusing on mindful eating. So this isn't like a fat loss program or anything like that. Mel's going to be there mm -hmm. for mindful eating to mm -hmm. help you become a mindful eater. And I'm going to be there for workouts, helping you, um, learn the basics of working out, you know, um, planning your workouts, creating work, creating your own workout plans. That's the ultimate goal. By the end of that 12 weeks, you'll be confident enough in your own abilities and experience that you'll be able to take the foundations that I've taught you and start doing this on your own and, and building your own workout programs. So nice. Um, 12, 12 week program, super excited for it. So we're going to yeah. start once this episode's out, probably I'll stop. I'll probably already be starting to promote it at that time. So, um, lots of amazing stuff. And then of course with you and I, who the hell knows what that's going to look like in the future I know. Um, with the yeah. podcast, um, right. With us getting together in a couple of weeks to talk about the, the future of the podcast. So yeah, it's, that's exciting. 
and the coolest thing with um, with TikTok and, and social media and everything is the networking that we've done, you know, how yeah. you and I have connected and how we've connected with all these other amazing coaches and registered yeah. dietitians and just, I mean, doctors, everybody, like uh, therapists, everybody's just, the networking has been amazing, honestly. Yeah, for sure. The, the platform is changing. It um, is, I mean, it is it, for the worse. <laughs> it, yeah, it's not the same. Um Mm-mm really not the same. It's, and, but, and I haven't, I've been, I probably posted one video in the last like four or five days. I've just, and people have been commenting and leaving me messages and stuff like, where you been? And things like that. I'm like, well, first of all, I'm just crazy busy working on the stuff for my business, trying to get that stuff yeah. going with all these projects in place. But like, also, I just don't enjoy being there right now. You know, mm-hmm. um, there's a lot of bullshit on there. So yeah. Yeah. The, the guidelines have changed. Guidelines have um, changed. Yeah. It's just very, it's just the reach is slow. Um, and there's a lot of negative stuff on the FYP. <laughs> so much negativity. And, and as you, you and I have talked about this so much, like, and negativity is so fucking contagious and so yeah. draining. So like and we just like, need to distance ourselves from that. Yeah. Like I, I live a pretty positive life. I try to surround myself with a lot of positive yep. people. And once, and mm-hmm. when there, when there starts to be too much negativity around me, I'd back off. It's like, you know what? I don't want this in my life. When I was drinking, I was, I loved the drama. Like I was yeah. fucking throwing myself in there. Like, Oh yeah, let's drink and just talk shit all day. Yeah. I can't like, I'm not that person. Like I Same. don't yeah. want to be around that. Um, because that shit takes you down. Like I, I, I'm it's horrible for your mental health, helping people be like, have a better positive life. Right. And, yeah. and that just is not, you are who you surround yourself with really. Absolutely. Um, which is why I love this little, what we have here with our podcast. Our, it's like yeah. our safe place, honestly. I know, right? <laughs> we can say whatever the fuck we want. We can have on exactly. whoever we want. Um, we can just crush no it together. Can, and, and No one's going to fucking ban us for saying something, you know? Yeah, right. Yeah, for sure. Well, I, I, I mean, so- <laughs> we could get canceled too. I mean, people are getting canceled from their podcasts and stuff now too, but we're not, that's not, we're not um, controversial in that way. We're, we're not stupid. We don't... <laughs> Oh, what are you talking about? Like Joe Rogan? Not Joe Rogan. Some of the other, some of these other fitness coach, there's some couple of other fitness podcasts where they said some kind of some race, racist comments. And yeah, so like, I haven't heard about any of that. See, I've been trying to stay away from it. Yeah, exactly. And and yeah, I try to stay out of it too. But people are like, what do you think about this? I'm like, I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. You know, like, I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. Most of the people I follow on TikTok are just like, followers and and clients and things like that like mm-hmm. i probably follow less than 50 other people in the industry and i follow like 600 people you know so yeah yeah mm-hmm. yeah Whew. so yeah um lots of lots of exciting stuff and stuff uh, in store for us that's for sure looking forward to seeing you for in a couple sure. weeks yeah i'm super excited um you're coming march 20th 20th you'll arrive that evening right and then you'll be 21 22 leaving 23 i think yep yep so I'm, i'll be getting in late sunday nights and then i figure we'll we'll spend you know a couple of the next couple of days together planning stuff and we kind of started working mm-hmm. out some ideas we have to work on our agenda yet yeah um, but um, yeah and then i'll be leaving i'll be going home late wednesday so okay did yeah. you find a place to stay no, I need to book that. that I'll do that after okay. this call because okay, um, yeah. yeah, I'll do that. So, <laughs> I'm sure yeah. they're not booked. But <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you never, you know. never know. And I you need to get a know. car too. So, yep. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I get, oh, my po- uh, powerlifting meet is, is next yeah. week, next Saturday. Oh my God. Holy I feel like we've been talking about it forever. 
That happened fast. It happened so fucking fast. Holy so fast. Um, ready? As ready as you can be. I am. I feel very good about it. We've been fine tuning stuff this last week with form. Um, mm-hmm. For instance, um, my deadlifts, my, on my lockout, my knees were kind of soft and I'm, I'm, I'm competing in USAPL, which is mm-hmm. the cream of the crop when it comes to powerlifting. They're so, so tough on their standards and their judging and everything. So gotcha. my coach, my coach is like, yeah, you're going to get red flagged for having soft knees. Mm-hmm. So we had to work on that. Um, so we just worked on some, some mental cues for me as I was lifting, essentially, since I was having soft knees, we, we determined that the best way to, for me to fix that was to delay bringing my shoulders back. Mm-hmm. So essentially letting my shoulders stay over the bar just a little bit. So I was delaying my hip extension just a little bit more okay. to compensate for that. Yeah. Um, but after this, after this meet, we're going to take my, put my deadlift form and set up and break it down and build it back up essentially. Cause once I'm now that I'm getting into this heavier weight, um, mm-hmm. my weaknesses are very apparent. And so mm-hmm. right now we can just try to compensate for them, but yeah. long run, we need to fix them. So, yeah. Yeah. Woohoo! Which I'm up for the challenge, you know, um, this, yeah. this powerlifting made has definitely opened up, opened my eyes to a lot of, a lot of different things. And the main thing is, um, my mindset, um, and my focus in the gym. Um, mm-hmm. uh, people probably think I'm an asshole in the gym right now because I'm not talking to anybody when I'm in the gym, even right. my friends and things like that. But I, when I'm in the gym, I have one goal. I'm, I'm there for one reason only to get better. And I can't have anybody distracting me. Yeah. So, um, I just put my headphones in. I, when I'm done with my set, I go sit down on the bench and I just stare at the ground essentially for three yeah. to five minutes, however long I need to, you know, um, cause I, I'm just tuning yeah. the world outside off, you know, um, to, just to focus. So, um, yeah, you have to, you have to, and, and that's made me realize like, man, I haven't really been training as hard as I thought I was this whole, this whole yeah, time. Agree. And like, you know, I get asked a lot, like, can you please film like your workouts or, and I, I, I don't try to be rude when I answer this question, but the, my workout time is my workout time. I'm on yeah. my phone so much yep. that I want to go in there and I want to fucking crush my workout. Like I don't want to get sidetracked about trying to make videos about what I'm doing. And that yeah. is just something that I need to put boundaries on for myself. Sure. Um, Absolutely. Boundaries are so fucking important in every you know? aspect of life. And it's one yeah. of the hardest things you'll ever do is enforce, set a boundary and enforce for a boundary. Sure doesn't matter yeah. in, which, when, in which capacity of life we're talking about, but boundaries yeah. are fucking hard, but they're so rewarding. So rewarding. Yeah, for sure. It's like, I only have a certain amount of time to be there and it, it will take yep. away from my actual gym time. Yep. For sure. Fortunately. Now I record a lot of my sets, of course, because um, I, wor- I work with an online coach and I got to send them to my coach for critique and yeah. things like that. But even then, you know, it's, uh, that's why you don't, that's also why you don't see me post a lot of my workouts and stuff online, because first of all, that's his programming that he's, he's yeah. creating for me. I'm not going to give that yep. away to somebody else, you know, yep. um, things like that. So it's, yeah. it's only fair. So yeah, it's not fair to him Woo-hoo! if I were to post that stuff yeah. online. So it's true. Which is, and which is wild. Uh, it's uh, my powerlifting meet is Saturday. And then I come home and Sunday I'm on a flight to come see you. So <laughs> Woohoo! That's crazy. Yeah. That's less than fucking 10 days. Yeah. So yeah. Wow. When you say it that way, <laughs> I have yeah. two, I have two heavy workouts left today and tomorrow, and then we're going to taper off and get in and rest and get ready for the, the meet. So nice. Yeah. So I like, I saw you, um, 
you weighed yourself after your um, yeah. trip home and you, and you only gained two pounds on, on vacation. Right. So let's talk about that yeah. a little bit. I'd love, I'd love to hear your um, experience yeah, on that because that could help some people. So what's interesting, I talked about this with Ryan Casson. We did a live yesterday. Um, oh, nice. Ryan actually was my coach uh, about two years ago, probably like end of 2019, beginning of 2020. Okay. Um, I was like, kind of like consistently eating low calories, but not too low. Like I never really went to, I never really knew what my maintenance was. So he, re, he helped me reverse yeah. diet and, you know, get me to my maintenance and start eating more food. Um, so, you know, I've always been on and off with tracking calories, like, you know, and I usually weigh myself every day um, mm -hmm. just to make sure that I'm staying around the same. So this trip, you know, I didn't have a scale. I didn't, you know, have any of the tools that I normally have. And I really was just intuitively eating. And I really actually ate out so much um, mm -hmm. more than ate in. Like, I think every night we ate out uh, besides I mean, maybe a you're couple in Florida, nights. So, yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. I, I, you know, in Maine, there's not a lot of options to eat out. So I cook home all the time. Like mm -hmm. we really don't have like all the restaurant options that we did in Florida. So of course, you know, we went to Mexican food and yeah. you know, we tried all different kinds of pizza and steakhouses. Um, I had, of course, ice cream, probably four to five days a week, at least, um, Hell yeah. you know, and Hunter and his wife were there and we had other friends visiting. So we're always going out. Mm -hmm. So I just made sure, you know, um, I had my normal breakfast. Um, and lunch was usually like a pub sub, you know, like stuff that I probably here wouldn't normally, I don't go to subway from, pu day, from Publix, know? right? You were like in love with Publix. Yeah, I was obsessed <laughs> with it. So, but I always made sure everything had lots of veggies. I stopped yes. eating when I, before I became like super stuffed. Mm -hmm. Um, but I didn't let myself, like I allowed myself everything. I, yeah. nothing was really off limits for me. You're trusting sure yeah. 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 And, um, I, felt, I still feel really good, even though, you know, I did gain a couple pounds, big deal. Like I'm pounds actually ha case. happy with, you know, it's okay. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> um, it'll probably go down anyway, just by me normally eating my normal food again. Your, your sodium intake is going to be drastically cut in half probably. Oh yeah. Uh, just just sure. that alone, you know, for sure. Um, and you know, I, I joined a gym while I was there. So I was getting my four workouts a week because I was there for five weeks. I'm not going to yeah. go there. Not, there's no Absolutely. reason not to. Yep. So and now, if I you were on vacation, food. would you have done that or no? No. If I no. was there for a week or two, no. Hell no. Right. Um, yeah. Uh, but I did, I got like 14,000 steps a day. I got my four strength workouts yep. a week and I just let, I, I ate, I had fun. Um, I, I have that, no regrets that, yeah. um, at all. I yeah. love that for you. Like you said, and that weight will drop pretty quickly, most likely yeah. if you want it, if you want it to, or maybe naturally anyway. Right. Um, yep. And I love that, you know, the eating intuitively worked for you for vacation. Cause that's what we're after here. We want mm -hmm. to, that's a, that is how, you know, it's, that's the lifestyle change we're after. We're right. we, when we first start out, maybe we're tracking calories to raise awareness and to get a, yes. a good baseline understanding of what the hell we're bringing into our body and what, mm -hmm. what, you know, nutrition wise, like the nutrition density, calorie density of foods and things like that, you know, cause obviously yeah. I, I haven't tracked a single calorie for my powerlifting meat still. Right. Um, yeah. I'm too, two, about two pounds as of this morning away from my goal weight. So I got to get nice. down two pounds in, in, in 10 days. And that's, that's, yeah. that's fine. You know, and right. just by like what you said, the same things, you know, prioritizing, um, steps, you know, I've been doing 12,000 steps a day. Um, I got mm -hmm. my ring, my aura ring working. So now I've got my, oh, my tracker back. Um, and then, 
you know, just prioritizing protein from in there, lots of veggies, lots of fruits. And mm-hmm. um, I'm still eating my favorite foods. You know, if I want to yeah. have some Oreos or some ice cream, I've been doing that. Um, and I'm not saying these things to say, oh, it's so fucking easy. Everybody should be doing it, but yeah, it's yeah. possible with some work, yeah. with some honest work and effort on our, on your own part, you can yeah. do it too. What we have to learn about yourself and you have to learn to trust yourself and, yeah. and, and give yourself permission first and foremost, like just drop all these food rules and, and, and dropping diets and, and things like that. Yeah. It really is about building the, the you diet, you know, like I yeah. built, I know, I know now, like I built a lifestyle I can stick to. So mm-hmm. I know what, what works for me, what I like. Um, and it and didn't happen it, in three months, did it? No, it took a long time. I had to hire a coach. I mean, it was, it's not easy. I get that. And I think mm-hmm. it's, it's good to have a coach to guide you. Yeah. Um, just because I'm a coach doesn't mean that I'm still, I still had to work on my relationship with food. Yeah. Um, and now it's so much, you know, it's so much better. It's, this is where ultimately you want to be. And I'm like right. very, you know, excited about that. Yeah. That's awesome. I love that. Love that. Yeah. Super exciting. It is super exciting. I hate uh, the ice cream is fucking awesome though. I got to tell you. <laughs> so there's so many good flavors over there. Yeah. What, what was the, fa- the best flavor you had when you were there? Um, what did I have? I had something that was like, Oh, it was like a, a chocolate ice cream with like cheesecake in it mm-hmm. with like the, the graham cracker crust and like chunks of like cheesecake. Ooh, yeah. Yeah. Fucking it with like <laughs> chocolate sprinkles on top. On like a waffle cone or something or. Um, I just got a, a, a cup. I got, a cup? Like, you know, the double yeah, like two fair. scoops. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Now mm-hmm. when I come to Maine, I need to get some, some, uh, uh, fresh c- crab rolls or something, right? Lobster rolls okay. or something. Yeah, so yeah. um definitely have to hook me up with some good spots. Oh, for, for that. sure. We'll, so, we'll do that. Yeah. 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 And hopefully the weather's decent because I definitely want to get in some I know I'm only there for three days and it's most it's mostly a business trip, but I definitely want to get in some hiking when I'm there. So. I was gonna say we could go for a good hike. Um awesome. there's I mean I live in the perfect we have hiking everywhere. So uh, I've already been thinking about a good hike for us. That would be yes. good for you to see. All right. So. Good. This if you, you can give me a, a taste of what Katahdin is going to look like. <laughs> uh, well, none of this is going to be a none, taste. None, none, yeah. <laughs> none of it. So speaking of Katahdin, um, this isn't related to the Katahdin, but um, it sounds like I may be doing Mount Kilimanjaro <gasps> in, in 2024, I, I think. I was supposed to do that for my 50th birthday. Really? Oh, yeah, man. But, um, yeah, that's in Africa. Yes, it is in Africa. Yep. Yeah. It's yeah. one of the big, one of the seven peaks, of, you know, of the, in the world. So, um, yeah. super fucking like if the, my, my friend that plans all these trips, she's planning it for 2024. It sounds like, um, as long as I can make it work, you know, there's probably gonna be a lot of demand. She only takes a limited number of people on these trips and things like mm-hmm. that. But, um, I don't, I'll, I'll, I'll cut off my right leg to go on that trip and I'll figure out how to hike oh, with just oh, one yeah. leg. So <laughs> yeah. Katahdin will be a good start that'll be a good like uh test of awesome. you know for yeah. sure I mean it's the highest mountain in Maine it's 5284 or something 5000 yeah. I don't know it's over 5000 feet amazing I love that above, I love above that. the above tree line so that's the Bo- cool above tree line okay oh yeah yeah nice. so that, that's in the clouds then oh yeah mm-hmm. yeah and like it literally like it changes the weather changes like you can be in like 70 degrees 
And then suddenly you're at the top and it's like 30 degrees with 20 mile an hour winds. So when you come, you have to make sure that you bring like a, yeah. a packable, like, like, you know, winter, like rain jacket. A lot of layers. And, yeah. Yes. Yep. Even I've, got, I've got a pretty good pack because I've done a lot of mountain hiking already. Yeah. Um, I'm actually going um, in April. I'm taking my son to, to Yellowstone National Park for a spring break. Oh, awesome. And, and while we're there, we're also going to go to the Grand Tetons. So nice, um, nice. I'm going to go this weekend and probably get him some hiking gear. So yeah, I'm, I'm, that's our first kind of trip like that. I'm really looking forward to it. I'm, I'm, hoping, that. I'm, ex- I'm, I'm hoping this is like what gets him hooked on adventure yes. and, and, and things like that, you know? So, cause he's 12. I'm excited. So, yeah. Yeah. I'm excited to take Johnny to Katahdin because I'm, I'm like, I, I don't think he's, I think 12 would be good. Um, yeah. 10. He's not, I don't think he has the uh, physical capability right now to maybe last that long. Yeah. Cause it's yeah. pretty, it's really fucking intense. So mm-hmm. Yeah. Where we talk about this hike so much on this podcast, everybody that's listening is going to just know this hike, <laughs> like back of their hand, the hands by the I time know. we're done. <laughs> wait, wait till we finish it and talk about it. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> and I can talk about oh, like, I, yeah, Matt broke down and started crying at the top of Katata. <laughs> it's, it's possible. It's nothing's <laughs> off limits. Let me tell yeah, you. Yeah. I have, I've done it seven times and I break down every single time. I'm like, why the fuck am I doing this? And I'm like, yeah. okay. Yeah. I love, I, uh, it's funny to say, but I love that. Like, I'm looking forward to it. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's life changing. It will really change you. I think because when you do something hard like that, other stuff doesn't seem so hard. So it kind of yeah. like mentally prepares you for, because it's more, it's really mental. Mm-hmm. Um, to and like, like you always say, going. like you can do hard things. Yeah. yeah. And once you do something hard, you can do harder things and they get, they get harder and harder. Keep pushing past your comfort zone. Yes. Be, be comfortable with being uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Always be yeah. challenging yourself. Life, life. Um, if you make, if you, if you seek out hard things to do, life will be a lot easier as, as funny yeah. as that sounds. Life gets a lot yeah. and, and things are, just seem a lot more trivial. Like the things that you thought were a big deal and hard before, they just mm-hmm. seem like n- just not as important anymore. Once, once you yeah. start really yeah. challenging yourself. For sure. I mean, <laughs> Even like two years ago, if my alternator broke, then I would have fucking had a like nervous breakdown. Like, <laughs> yeah. I, but now I'm like, oh, whatever. Okay. I'll just borrow my mother-in-law's car. Big fucking deal. But, mm-hmm. um, you know, it's just, I'm, that's not comparable, but, <laughs> <laughs> but it's, it's that, that two years ago, that would have been a big fucking deal to you. It would have been but the a, mental, like, the, yeah. the mental thing, you know, Yeah, doing hard things. It's, it's great for your, for your, for your mental toughness and mental well-being. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Cause then, then when you do those hard things and you accomplish them, like, holy shit, that is so rewarding. Yeah. Even yeah. doing stuff for our business that like two years ago, we would have been like, oh my God, this is so daunting. This task. Oh God, I can't. Now it's like, Two years ago when, yeah, cause I can remember two years ago. That's when the pandemic was first starting to lock everything yeah. down. Like I can, ne- I would never imagine that we, that I'm where I am now with my business. Oh, you know? I know. Hell no. Like crazy. not in my wildest dreams, not in my wildest dreams, but I'm very thankful and grateful that I am for sure. But you know, it wasn't easy. It was not, it was not easy. This is an example of consistency and what happens when you are consistent with something. Yeah. Great. Well said yeah. for sure. You know, and both of us have been consistent with uh, like posting on social media three to five videos a day for i mean for fucking a year or two we never gave up no matter like how sometimes the comments would get to us or if you know all kinds of stuff uh we still created yep and because we knew that's what we needed to do and we knew that by Mm -hmm. stringing together that consistency and, and doing the things even 
doing the things that we know we needed to do, even when we don't want to do them, you know, yeah. is what got us to where we are today. And not, that's sure. not to say like, we're fucking like crushing it and like, oh my God, look at us. No, it's just saying, like you no. said, just, just, it says something about consistency. You yeah. can, yeah. you can do something poorly, but do it consistently and still get amazing results. Right. You know, it's not saying we didn't fuck up along the way. I mean, we learned a sure. lot doing it, yeah. right? A lot of, a lot, of <laughs> a lot of blunders and missteps and a lot of dancing. Um, and <laughs> Yeah. Boing, boing, boing. Of pointing around like what the hell am oh, I doing God. pointing at, yeah, Jesus. yeah 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 <laughs> yeah I'm, I'm sorry now I look at da- people dancing in the videos I'm like oh yeah Don't do like that. I've been there yeah for sure but you know like that uh, some people that's their thing though too that's not to say yeah, anything yeah. about dance, dancing on there but like that's not right. for us for sure. So yeah. that's what we thought we had to do when we first started out though. Right. Cause yes. that was the, that was the perception of TikTok. Like, Oh, it's a kid's app. It's a dancing app, this and this and this, mm-hmm. you know? So when we started out, like, yeah, we did some of that stuff, like, because we thought that's what we were supposed to do. But then we, we started doing things that felt right instead of doing what yeah, others yeah. expected of us. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Amazing. All right. I think uh, that's it. Boom. Yeah. Done. Done-zo. That's what we have for you guys. This is what we have for today. Awesome. Uh, Beth, thanks for sharing your, <laughs> your, your background on getting into coaching. You, I love you it. You too, Matt. Absolutely. It's my pleasure. All, All right, then. Well, we will see you guys soon. Thanks for listening. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. We gotta go. All right. You guys, everybody have a good All one. Right. See you, Beth. All right. Bye. And that is a wrap for this episode of Cut the Crap with Beth and Matt. Did we help you cut through the bullshit? We want to know. Send us a DM on Instagram and share your thoughts. We'd love to hear them. And if you did find this one helpful, why not share this episode with a friend? I know I personally love it when a friend shares their favorite podcast with me along with a text saying, Oh my God, you have got to check out this podcast. You'll love it. And of course, don't forget to subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss future episodes.